We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Hi, I'm Gary Roby. I am Victoria Laguna. And we're the hosts of Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Join us as we argue about whether or not McGonagall would meow at Dumbledore. She wouldn't. As we ponder just how much Harry's fortune is worth. Just $40. As we guess how much mileage one gets out of an Ollivander wand. 100,000 jinxes. As we detail the ins and outs of Hogwarts Castle. He's only a model. Join us Monday through Friday, only from DuelingGenre.com. Mischief Managed. Dueling Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one eyebrow-filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra <laughs> Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today is our friend Tara Bleak. Hello. Hi. And uh, today we'll be talking about Minute 102, and it starts with uh, Boromir's continued uh, shady look and ends with Frodo's panicked look. One of yes. them, anyway. One of many. He um, looks very, very pained. Yes. He's got, like, um, the worst migraine in the world now. I like that he he reacts so um, physically to the ring being um, harmed. Like, he hasn't been in possession of the ring for very long at this point, but already you can kind of see what it's doing to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that tracks with the idea of it being, like, an addiction. Yeah. Because um, we talked about it a little last week that really... Um, like that's the big sigh of relief that he gives when he puts the ring on the pedestal. Yeah. Um, so now that it's coming to harm, he's just like, oh, no. Well, so Gimli swings an axe at the ring. Yes. And it looks to me like it's not even his axe. He just like takes the axe from beside the chair next to him <laughs> and like just goes and swings it. And apparently for that scene, they just have uh, they just have John swing a stick. He's just, it's just an axe handle and the whole axe head is digital Oh, for the swing. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You can't really practically shoot an axe exploding. Yeah. You know? But like the whole thing, like from, from like the top of the swing all the way till it hits is digital. Mm. That is amazing acting in that, in that, uh, case. Yeah. So it means he had to keep his, his shot lined up pretty well. Yeah, he totally takes that dwarf next to him, Zach. So is that his dad? Uh, maybe. One of the dwarves, I think, is supposed to be glowing. They so. look very similar. Yeah, they have, like, the same beard. They have, yeah, they have the same beard. and Yeah, so he just straight up steals his dad's axe. And breaks it. Oh, man. It's so lucky that he's going away then, because he's going <laughs> to be in for it if he doesn't. His dad was probably <laughs> glaring at him the whole time, like, what did you do that for? And then he's like, oh, God. How do I get out of this? Right. That's why he volunteers to <laughs> that go. That is an heirloom. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. He's gonna kill me <laughs> with my own axe that I didn't destroy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Family I mean, he problems. just takes he just takes the axe of the dwarf next to him and destroys yeah, it, trying no, to break the ring. That looks like it's supposed to be his dad. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so funny because I always assume that you know it's his axe, but later on he has 
an axe and yeah. like five other axes. Like not three minutes from now, he has another So axe. either he is like my favorite fantasy trope ever where there's just all the weapons hidden in weird places or he's just like um like a kleptomaniac yeah. like <laughs> i need to break something who has an axe oh, he's a dwarf, right? Nice. they like tiny things that's true they're like ravens <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you okay. go back to his room in rivendell and there's like 30 other axes just sitting there <laughs> <laughs> why do you need all these just Why don't case, I? Right. <laughs> Why do you have he's, 30 axes? Why don't you? He's named this, all of them. Like, <laughs> right. This one's Sue, Julie, Mary. Vera. Yeah. It's all these axes. <laughs> I can't believe he just steals his dad's axe and then destroys yeah. it. He just picks up an axe. Just the nearest one to him. Just, thanks. But what? Okay, so so where's his axe sitting? Also, if I were Elrond, why wouldn't I have let people or made people check their weapons at the door? This is right? like this is like the diplomatic meeting of the millennium, right? Like when they start arguing in a, a in point. a minute and a half or so. Like yeah. it's amazing that Gimli doesn't just start swinging his axe I around. Know. Well, I mean, he broke it, but well, no, he broke someone else's axe. <laughs> He has an axe again when he says, and my axe. Well, yeah, like, but during the fighting, like, before that, after, I assume after he destroyed his dad's axe, all the other dwarves with him were like, okay, axe, this guy just destroyed an axe. We need to hide our axes because we're not letting him have them. That would be a bad idea. (laughs) The dwarf to his left, like, the dwarf to his left just, like, grabs his axe and starts cradling it like a baby. Like, What is wrong with you? <laughs> Glaring at Gloin, like, why do you let your son misbehave like this? I know, like... <laughs> Who raised you? Were you born in a barn? <laughs> it's oh, like man. taking a toddler to a restaurant. Like, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that probably is a family heirloom. Probably. Like, oh, no. I bet you Thorin, like, gave Gloin that axe, and then Gimli just straights up disrespects it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, okay, so you must know that I, gold is a soft metal, but yes. I don't think it's wise to use, like, metal on metal, you know, to destroy it. Well, you know, he's just like, it's Gimli's a tiny a ring. a bad dwarf. She's like, eh, it's a tiny <laughs> ring. It'll break it. I, like, ah, man. My question is... Um, Respect the shiny. <laughs> my question about the way that the axe breaks, I think it's a really... It's it's cool that, like, the axe just shatters. Mm-hmm. But my thought has always been, like, is... Did the magic of the ring make the ring so hard that the axe just shatters on it? Or when he tries to break it, does the magic of the ring just cause the axe to explode? I like the idea of there being a tiny, tiny force field around the ring. Just like, you know how in every sci-fi movie where the the hero tries to penetrate the alien base and then they, like, shoot and then there's that wham, like, you know, yeah. that, that sphere of like light Like an Independence thing. Day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I there's, just, there's, so there's, like a, there's like a little force field. Yeah, and it's, it looks like an eye. So that's like when, like when Gandalf touches the ring, he touches the force field. And like, that's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Shields holding. <laughs> Shields at 50%, Captain. I'm giving her all she's got. <laughs> <laughs> Fire photon torpedo. Right. <laughs> Just explodes the axe. Why the, like, the ring is a very tiny, tiny, like, spaceship? Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> They're oh tiny little aliens. It's like... <laughs> it's like... Either the worst or the best crossover fic I've ever heard. <laughs> and I have read like some a, crazy crossover fic. It's like a, it's like a space station. <laughs> That's not a moon. <laughs> okay, but that that lends credence to that scene in Bree where Frodo tosses the ring up in the air and it perfectly lands on his finger. Right. Like it's being piloted. There's yeah. a tiny Sulu inside, like, oh no, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Is the parking brake on? Oh crap, I'm gonna get in there. Or it's like a really tiny drone. It's like, I'm sorry. What would these tiny aliens look like? Little Saurons, just a bunch of little, little Saurons. Sar oh, little Sauron. <laughs> I feel like those would be tiny, like, so cute, but also just so terrible and sinister. Okay, so, but is it, like, the eye of Sauron? So, like, tiny little eyes no, a bunch of No, a bunch of the little little spiky armor dudes. Okay, so, like, a pop figure, like a giant oversized Like a little pop head, figure Sauron, then, like... yeah. <laughs> like a little chibi Sauron. Yeah. It's all spiky. Aw. They all have their own little rings. <laughs> That's how they, like command stuff they like wave a ring like over captain a control planet. panel yeah no i know it's like captain planet and they combine to form like regular size star or like power yeah. rangers yeah <laughs> full size sauron is their zord they're oh like <laughs> oh my god it's like voltron yeah <laughs> oh my god that's why they they can't do anything. They can't summon full size Sauron because they're separated. Oh, don't make me feel bad for this evil artifact. <laughs> so all the other rings of power are like other space stations, and then they like fly together and combine <laughs> to form like a master ring. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's go <laughs> okay. with that. Let's keep with that analogy. That's that's fine. Someone somewhere out the world is like. What? <laughs> so the um listen, it's Tuesday. Like. Yes, it's Tuesday again. So the um the ring sitting on the pedestal, all those close-ups are uh, because you can't get a camera that close to like such a small ring, like one of these big movie cameras. Yeah. So like some of these rings are like six inches across, so they can get the close-up. So there's just like some Tiny giant spaceship. rings, like various That's sizes of spaceships. Yes. They just have various, like, fairly small to, like, huge rings that they can right. take shots of with the camera. That's like that scene in um, Pacific Rim where the nerdy tattoo scientist is looking for his glasses and his glasses are, like, really close up in the frame. Yeah. And Guillermo del Toro is like, yeah, those glasses are, like, eight inches across. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, like, they're just, like, comically big glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the only way to get shots like that. Right. Yeah. I want to see that about? props room. Yes. Yeah, with like all the big oversized stuff. 
I mean, this movie in particular just must have, like, warehouses full of oversized stuff. That's true. You could use, like, one of the giant rings as a hula hoop. (laughs) So you were joking when you were talking about something last week, but you were totally correct that there are just people in the rafters throwing down leaves. Yes, see, I knew it. Oh, my God. There really are just dudes up there with, like, bags of leaves. Saved and dried real leaves that were hand-painted to autumn colors. That's amazing. That must have taken forever. I don't think I would be able to do that. They talk about doing. Crazy. <laughs> they talk about doing some of the painting in hotel rooms. Oh god! What? That hotel bill would have been huge. The maids, like the maids, just walk in and be like, "What the heck happened here? What are you doing?" <laughs> I hope they tipped them. <laughs> I'm sure they did. They tipped him. I'm sure they them. did. Yeah, they tipped them super good. There's just leaves everywhere. Yes, that sounds terrible. Leaves everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I knew it. See? Some of them go missing from the room because the maids clean them up. Like, who who leaves these leaves just hanging around? Who does that? <laughs> what is this? I know. Can you imagine? Like, they forget to turn the, the do not disturb sign over. So, like, you just open the hotel room door and it's like a little clothesline full of leaves that are just, like, individually pinned to this line. Yeah. And then she's like, what? And then just cl- closes the door slowly. I would do that. <laughs> Like, I'm this not person with is this. a psycho. They <laughs> <laughs> don't pay me enough to deal with this. Oh my god! Who does this? <laughs> There's paint oh, everywhere, and, and they're like, "Man, we're gonna have to repaint all of these rooms." <laughs> <laughs> I want to get paid to paint leaves. Right. Just like. I don't know. That sounds kind of soothing, actually. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm already crazy. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> That's between you and the leaves. Yeah. I just... <laughs> Tell the leaves your troubles. <laughs> Start naming them and speaking to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You're gonna look so beautiful, little Billy. Paint, paint, paint. Oh my god. Well, like, it's bad enough that they have a dude that, like, was tying leaves to a tree. Now they got people painting leaves. At least it's not, at least it's like a whole department. It's not like the one guy. One guy. So (laughs) the first thing you got to do is you got to tie thousands of leaves to this tree. The second thing you got to do is you got to paint thousands of leaves. I would just start dreaming about leaves. He probably did while he was tying leaves on a tree. In his sleep? He probably just zoned out and he's just like, I'm going to be doing this forever. <laughs> you like, just first, wake up. <laughs> you just be like, first, okay, man, I'm hiring you to do all these leaf- this leaf work. First, you're going to tie all these leaves to the tree. And then you have to untie them all individually, put them in bags, paint them, and then go and throw them off of a thing. So <laughs> we have this nice shot. And he'd be like, can I just leave the, do I leave the leaves? Or no, you have to. <laughs> undo these are the only leaves we have <laughs> we're on a tight budget here you need to take these and reuse them oh man i would quit <laughs> i know right so like and they say they hand painted the leaves so they must have hand painted all the leaves they tied into the trees to get the mm-hmm. colors as well so oh, no. <laughs> So you're going to paint all these leaves and you're going to tie all these leaves into some other trees and you're going to have bags of some of these leaves and you're going to throw those leaves out of the rafters. At our actors. At at our actors. (laughs) Don't try to hit them. 
just like behind them. <laughs> I would but try I, and hit them. I would be so frustrated at that point. Like, would, if it was one guy in charge of the leaves, your only job in this movie is the leaves. And then they hire like five other guys to just drop the leaves out of the rafters. At that point, okay, so if I were one of the leave raptor guys, raptor, leave <laughs> raptor, that's like one of the leaf raptors. <laughs> um, the rafter guys, I would make bets to see like how many actors I could hit. Right. Like, <laughs> like, can I land this on Hugo's head? Yeah. It's like, oh, it gets stuck in the wig. Yes, 10 points. <laughs> After well, doing imagine... the scene for a week. Right? Yes. <laughs> I imagine these leaves at this point, because they're painted, they're like fairly stiff and would make decent projectile weapons. <laughs> so just like toss them like frisbees and be like, who am I going to hit? Who am I going to grab? Let's <laughs> see if I can pelt Legolas in the face. <laughs> Can I get a bunch of this stuck in Orlando's wig? Right? <laughs> he would love that, uh, probably. He's such a nerd. Oh he my is. God. It's so funny. <sighs> he, uh, he immediately, like, when he has his first line in this movie, this is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Orlando Bloom in the commentary is like, yes! Oh, yeah, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> he's I had so such excited. a crush on him in my teens, and, like, he's the biggest dweeb I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's great. He uh, he doesn't he doesn't have a whole lot of lines in this movie. Very very few. He has more in two showers. Well, yeah. His face is a line all in itself. Like that's all he needs is just facial <laughs> expressions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about it last week. How there's like this weird delay in his reaction to first seeing the ring. Mm-hmm. It's just like <laughs> it looks totally normal, and then just suddenly concerned. But it like it doesn't look like a total natural, totally natural reaction. It's like two He's seconds. Like, everyone else looks concerned. Am I supposed to look concerned? I'm gonna look oh, concerned. Oh, shoot. <laughs> it's great. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about really quick is how pretty Elrond's crown is. It's very pretty. I just wanted to say that it was pretty. <laughs> Uh, his chair is also very pretty. I like that it fits, like, everything yeah. about Rivendell looks like Rivendell. Yeah. Um, like, down yeah. to the clothes and everything, which I know was intentional, but yeah. they did a good job. They um they mentioned in the commentary that Elrond's chair is a hand-carved oak chair. Oh, my God. I want that chair. It's so pretty. Like, I so don't it's... even need that chair, but I want that chair. I wouldn't sit on the chair. I would just, like, have it in the room. And whenever someone sit on it, it's like, don't you know who sat here? <laughs> Everyone Most else is sitting on, like, these. The <laughs> Everyone else is, like, sitting on these chairs that I think the legs are kind of strange. Because instead of being, like, what would be the four corners, like yeah. how a chair is normally put together, mm -hmm. it's all shifted. So they're in the middle of each side, the leg. Mm. Yeah. I haven't noticed that. Yeah. Like, the, well, the like... legs... The legs are like long or are like wide skinny boards, hmm. like wide thin boards. And then like the legs are in the middle of each side of the chair instead of being on the corners. Interesting. Like you see it in shots well. where you can see the chair from behind. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a really interesting design call. Yeah. Well, it's just alien enough that like to call attention to itself. Yeah, where, cool, where the movie is paused, Hugo even looks very lazy-eyed. Yeah, he looks drunk. 
I love uh, I love doing this. We see a lot of funny faces from people for paused moments. <laughs> yes, it's it's quite wondrous. Um, I think uh, I think that's it for this minute. Yeah. I think we've we've mined fairly. We've, we we've dug very deep. We've gone off the rails, unsurprisingly. <laughs> um. So you can find us at DuelingGenre.com. Also on DuelingGenre.com is the Doctor's Companion uh, podcast that we talk about Doctor Who. And Geek by Night, our wonderful... Our award-winning. Award-winning uh, uh, fictional audio drama. Um, yes. Amazing. Right? We can now call Geek by Night an award-winning podcast. Yeah. All thanks to uh, one of the voice actors, Chris, who does a wonderful job. And it's very well-deserved. Yes. Um. Thank you, Tara, for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having you. me. Yeah. I hope you're having fun. And um, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good Tuesday. Bye.